Hello and welcome to Nothing But The Poem. Good afternoon everybody and welcome to this Nothing But The Poem on the Welsh poet Jonathan Edwards. This is not uh, the 19th century preacher. It's not the Olympic gold medal triple jump athlete. It is the Welsh poet Jonathan Edwards, who is a favourite of mine and hopefully after this session might be a favourite of yours. So we're going to look at two of his poems today, two of the poems that we looked at in our online Nothing But The Poem session. And they're all available on the Vesepolis website. So if you wanted to see them um, in front of you when you're listening, or if you want to go and find them after you've listened to this podcast, they're all up there. Just Google Jonathan Edwards and Vesepolis and you will find them. There's lots of poems on there. And these are two as an example. So Jonathan Edwards is a Costa Book Award winner. Uh, In 2014, his book, My Family and Other Superheroes, won the Costa Book Award, and he released another collection in 2018 called Jen. A lot of his poems focus on family uh, and working class life in the Welsh Valleys, and he has marvellous ability to bring in humour and comedy and profound thought and mix them all together in a very satisfying way and... I will read you these two poems and see what you think. I'll also bring in some of the discussion points that the group made um, when we met together last month. So this first poem is called Evil Knievel Jumps Over My Family. Evil Knievel Jumps Over My Family. A floodlit Wembley. Lisa, the producer, swears into her walkie-talkie. We Edwardses... Four generations stand in line between ramps. Smile for the cameras. My great-grandparents twiddle their thumbs in wheelchairs as Lisa tells us to relax. Mr Knievel has faced much bigger challenges. Double-deckers, monster trucks, though the giraffe is urban legend. Evil Knievel enters, eye of the tiger, drowned by cheers. His costume tassels, his costume a slipstream, his anxious face an act to pump the crowd, surely. My mother, always a warrior, asks about the ambulance. Evil Knievel salutes, accelerates towards the ramps. I close my eyes, then open them. Is this what heaven feels like? Some motorcycle liberace overhead, wheels resting on air? Are these flashes from 60,000 cameras, the blinding light coma survivors speak of? Before he lands, there's just time to glance along the line. Though no one said a thing, all we Edwardses are holding hands. In our Nothing But The Poem sessions, we always have volunteers to read the poems straight off. And when, um, the, when the first reader has finished... I tend to ask them how it was for them to actually read the poem. We spend a lot of time reading poetry silently. And as we know, historically, poems are meant to be sounded. They're meant to be aired in all, the, in all senses of the word. And when somebody has actually read the poem aloud, it's really interesting to ask them how it was for them to read. What, how did it present itself to them? 
And one of the first points that the, the reader made on this one was how conversational a tone the poem is and how that makes it quite straightforward and quite accessible. So there's a kind of casual um, conversational element to it. Uh, and then the rhythm of the, the stanzas with their um, follow-on lines, their enjambement, means that you can just kind of enter into the poem and let it unfold as you as you read through it. Also, in a way, quite quickly we realised that we were the um, the listeners. The listeners of the, of the poem were the audience. We were kind of entertained. It's an entertaining poem. We're watching this. We're in the floodlit Wembley as Evil Knievel prepares to jump over the Edwardses, uh, and quite quickly we're positioned as an audience. And that's a good place to be as a as a poetry listener. Because then what happens, I think, in this poem in particular, is the detail, the kind of concrete detail builds up, is very evocative and means that we can, we can really build up a picture of what's going on in this spectacle, um, in this entertaining spectacle. So, as I say, it's, it's split into these stanzas with run-on lines and the, the poet definitely uh, and obviously knows what they're doing with these these run-on lines, which add emphasis. The ones that the, um, the Nothing But The Poem participants picked up on in particular was things like in the third stanza where Evil Knievel has entered and the Eye of the Tiger, that famous tune, is drowning, is, is being drowned out by the cheers of the crowd. Uh, and he has an anxious face. His anxious face, an act to pump the crowd, surely. And that kind of doubt that creeps in in that in that line um, and the way in which the word, if you see the poem, the way in which the word surely just hangs on its own on one line. And that really um, kind of implicates the, the kind of comedy and the drama element of this poem. And then the mother obviously worrying about why is there an ambulance there? So although it is entertaining, although it's um, uh, got that comedic element, there, does, there is quite a drama uh, implicit in this in this poem again the the kind of extended metaphor of the scene of evil Knievel leaping over the Edwardses over Jonathan Edwards family it is fantastical it's fantasy but it allows the poet to say so much and to to enjoy himself writing about family and about his four generations of Edwardses standing in line between the ramps. As a, as a conceit to write about family, it's a very interesting way of presenting the kind of, and introducing one's family and the importance of family. And in this poem, we definitely get a sense of the Edwardses as a kind of tribe, as a, um, um, a tribe that stretches across the generations hand in hand. Everybody was really taken with that ending and the way in which the poem builds up to that dramatic leap of Evil Knievel accelerating towards the ramps and then up and over. And then that moment of the motorcycle Liberace resting on air, just kind of caught for those that split second as the uh, motorcycle and Evil Knievel fly over their heads with 60,000 cameras going off. And for the poet, um, for the, the writer here and for the, the, the Edwards, for Jonathan Edwards, as he's glancing along the line, there is that split second 
before Evil Knievel lands, and it's there that he sees all of the Edwardses holding hands. And in a way, it's a bit of a surprise ending. It's a very... Um, we don't know that's where we're going to end up when we um, are watching this spectacle in the floodlit Wembley. But that really profound and poignant detail there, the strength of the family, the, the kind of emphasis on the connection of the family through the, the image of them all holding hands, it's just a really powerful way of finishing a very dramatic and uh, dramatic poem. Again, we were when we were reading it together, we make sure that we read poems twice at least. And that's something I'd also recommend when you're reading your own, when you're reading collections and when you're reading single poems, is to always read at least twice. Because this second time that we read, even more detail comes out when you revisit the poem and re-listen to the poem. And when we, as a group, um, discussed what kind of came up on the second reading. We knew that the ending was not going to be such a surprise, of course, because we'd read it already. But the way in which the connections, the family connections and the rounded characters of the family came out, they came out much more strongly. Um, so although we know we knew where the ending was, where we were going, it meant that the reading of the poem itself was much more subtle and much stronger. Um, so something to recommend to yourselves there. So Jonathan Edwards does write a lot about family. This um, poem, Evil Knievel Jumps Over My Family, was in, in the Costa Book Award, was the winner um, in, the collect in the winning collection, My Family and Other Superheroes. Uh, and in a way, the title of the collection hints at how he, he, how he treats family and treats his family members um, and how he enjoys writing about them and often a, in a way a, sub, a subject for poets that is implied uh, and is often engaged with but maybe not to the extent that Jonathan Edwards really really unpacks unpacks the kind of comedy element of uh, a family the absurdity of some ways family stories and family myths but also just the love that is at the base the base of it all And that leads me on to the second poem that we looked at. We looked at three, uh, we managed to look at three during the session, but I just wanted to look at these two today because they do link um, and some of what I've said about the, the first poem will feed into this one as well. This one's called Gregory Peck and Sophia Loren in Crumlin for the filming of Arabesque, June 1965. Sunday. The crowd beneath the viaduct waves banners made from grocery boxes, bedsheets. Welcome to the valleys, Mr. Peck. Wind turns their chapel dresses into floral parachutes. Their perms don't budge an inch. The emotion of it's too much for one girl's mascara. We love you, Miss Loren. My father parks away from them, around the corner, in his brand new car. A 30s Lanchester, with stop-start brakes, a battery he shares with a neighbour. All sideburns and ideas, a roll-up behind one ear and a flea in the other from my grand for missing Eucharist. He coughs and steps down from the running board as two Rolls-Royces pull up opposite. Gregory Peck, 
three years after being Atticus Finch, steps from one, says, good morning. From the other, it isn't. It is. Wearing her cheekbones, my father's breakfast is nervous in his stomach, but he grabs his Argus pen and, yes, they'll sign. Her high heels echo away through the whole valley. That's how my father tells it. Let's gloss over how his filming dates aren't quite the same as Google's, the way Sophia Loren formed her S's suspiciously like his. Let's look instead at this photo of the crowd gathered that day. He walked towards to share those photographs, those autographs, his fame. There, front and middle, with her sister, the girl he hasn't met yet. There, my mother. So, yeah, this poem, again, focusing on a kind of spectacle, a drama, uh, an entertainment. The, the visit of Gregory Peck and Sophia Loren to the Welsh Valleys um, and that juxtaposition of um, glamour and uh, that Hollywood glamour in, a wor- in the working class valleys, which is hinted at in and unpacked in the details that the poet chooses to, to build up around the father and around the, um, the kind of objects and elements of the poem. The 30s Lanchester with stop-start breaks and a battery that he shares with a neighbour. Lovely detail that just rounds out the characters and rounds out the context. When we were discussing this poem, we again focused on the way in which Edwards uses family story and family myth, and that it's these elements, these stories that provide the glue that sticks the the Edwardses together and and sticks the idea in the mind of how um, the Edwardses are are constituted, how the family is built up. This poem being a little more, I suppose, questioning in in a similar way to the previous poem, what is fact? What is fiction? Does it matter? Uh, Especially in family stories and mythologies, how much is fact? How much is fiction? How much do we need to believe that these things happen? How much are we allowed to doubt? And does it really matter? Um, what matters in in these stories and in this uh, this poem in particular? So as we read the poem once and then twice uh, for the second time, more and more detail kind of came to the fore as we began to realise that in the telling of this this story, it might be that there's a little bit of a useful fakery, I suppose, the uh, the sense in which the uh, the father didn't actually manage to get the signature, the autograph of Gregory Peck and Sophia Loren, particularly that Sophia Loren's formed her S's suspiciously like the father's. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's become one of those deep family myths and us as observers, as audience, looking in on this, this drama, this, this event, we're invited by the poet to look instead at the photo of the crowd gathered that day. That's what matters. As the, the real drama and the real meaning we are led to with realising that there in the front and the middle with her sister is the girl that he hasn't met yet, my mother. And immediately we're, in a similar way to the previous poem, we're immediately taken to this dramatic build-up. And this is where the meaning is. This is where the meaning of the poem is. 
it's in the generations, it's in the family, it's in the people who are most important to the poet and to his, his sense of family. And this is where, obviously as observers and as an audience, the poet's ability to build up a picture through all that detail, um, through all that uh, real kind of concrete detail, we get a sense of kind of specific things, specific um, events and specific happenings. But then they've also got those universal elements that the poet manages to deal with in a very profound yet light way and brings them into the poem in such a attractive and resonant way. Just finishing with my mother on the end, uh, the end line there, the final, the final kind of beat of the poem. So I would highly recommend that you go and seek out some more of Jonathan Edwards's poems um, and his two collections, My Family and Other Superheroes and Jen. And if you also would like to listen to him, read his poems, he is all over the internet, uh, recorded, reading his poems. He's got a lovely Southwellian um, voice in which you should hear these poems. I think my I was brought up in South Wales, so that sometimes crept in there as I was reading um, and I can hear his voice very clearly as another mark of uh, high esteem. He's actually my mum's favourite poet. So I think that's just on that dint of that, you should go and seek him out. But thank you for listening. If you would like to be part of Nothing But The Poem as we go forward, um, you can join up as a friend of the Scottish Poetry Library and that will give you access to the invitations to come and listen and read and share your thoughts with us once a month online on Zoom so you can be anywhere in the world and we can chat together over a cup of tea and some quality poetry. Thanks very much for listening. Mm -hmm.